Greetings, everybody. This is Rich Force, the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. I want to wish all of our listeners a happy holiday and happy new year. Hopefully, you had an amazing holiday season and you are ready for 2020. It is time to start off this new decade with a bang. And there's no better way to do that than to get our revenues going right from the beginning of the month. So hopefully as of January 1st, you had your marketing plan in place, you had your communication strategy in place, you're executing, you're speaking to new prospects, you're getting your existing patients excited about your treatment programs, you're following up with all your leads from 2019, and you're just making it happen, never stopping, every day is a new day, a great opportunity to change someone's life, and if you come into work with that attitude every day, you should be super successful. So this is going to be episode number one of season number two. Very appreciative to all of you that have listened to our podcast. Uh, these podcasts are for educational purposes, trying to help help uh, practice owners, practice staff, whether you're in operation, sales, medical, just best practices, best ways to communicate with your prospects and patients. Uh, best way to run your business, most efficient ways to communicate your message. And of course, we are in the business of profit and revenue, driving our profit and revenues while we are also making a dedicated effort to an incredible patient experience. Today, I'm going to talk about building rapport with your prospects because certainly if people trust you and they like you, they are going to buy from you. You know, and a lot of the topics that we cover in these podcasts are kind of like crossover topics. You know, we talk about building rapport in some of our other episodes. And today I want to specifically really hone in on building rapport and how important it is to build a relationship with a prospective patient uh, to make sure they like you, they trust you, they feel that you have the solution for whatever it is that is challenging them and that they're going to get great results and a great outcome. But it all starts with you. So people aren't just going to sell themselves. I think in all of our practices, we would be super excited if people just walked through the door and said, sign me up for that treatment. Or people just uh, emailed you and said, I'm ready to go. Here's my credit card. Doesn't quite work that way. However, the more that we have a reputation for uh, great relationship building, the ability to be empathetic, uh, and the real desire to help people meet their goals and get the benefits out of our treatment programs, no matter what you're offering as far as the treatment is concerned, you know, no matter what you're selling, no matter what derives your revenue, at the end of the day, it comes down to your relationships with people. Uh, people in general, uh, prospects, they're going to buy based on emotion. So if you're speaking to somebody on the phone or you're doing a consultation and somebody's sitting in front of you, building quick rapport is uh, really super important. And you know you have to be nice and you have to be kind and you have to be friendly. That, 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 is, that should go without saying. If you seem disinterested right from the beginning, you're probably going to lose your prospect. You know, th something you have to really realize is that when somebody calls you or somebody, you know, sends in a web lead or somebody's sitting in front of you, you know, you know very little information about that person. And hopefully you've learned from 
past podcasts that you really do want to get to know the person. And that's part of this rapport building process. You want to feel some type of connection to them and you want them to feel some type of connection to you. Uh, but at the end of the day, once again, people buy from people they like. People buy from people they trust. You know, you think about your purchasing decisions in life, whether it be for medical, whether it be for a car, uh, any type of product or service. Typically, you're going to go in the recommendation of somebody who had a good experience, you know, with that particular company or organization, or you're going to buy based on the way that you were treated by the person you would you were speaking to in medical obviously really super important because you are dealing with somebody's health and you know people have probably expectations of even a higher trust level than if they're buying anything else a commodity or other types of services so you really have to be on your a game all the time and you really have to be all about your prospect so if you're in front of somebody, one thing that's really important is maintaining eye contact. You know, this communicates care and compassion. Uh, most of our prospective patients are trying to overcome a challenge, you know, something that's holding them back from being happy in their life, something that's not letting them enjoy life to the fullest. So being able to put yourself in their shoes, which is showing empathy, you know, showing a true interest in your prospect situation uh, is really important. And eye contact and, you know, just that social touch, it connects you to your patient and it communicates understanding. So I know that when I personally have conversations, I make it a point to look into the person's eyes that I'm speaking to. I'm sure you've met some people who have a hard time making eye contact. And you, as a potential consultant, if you're sitting in front of somebody, and obviously this doesn't apply, if you're on the phone, you want to look directly into their eyes, you know, understand, you know, use head gestures. And we'll talk a little bit about more of the other important factors in this, you know, as we move along. But maintaining eye contact is super important. Uh, number two, as you know, showing empathy, you know, empathy defined as the ability to understand a a prospect or patient situation, their perspective and their feelings, you know, it really allows you to deliver, deliver more personalized recommendations, uh, more personalized care. So, you know, you might be sitting or speaking to somebody on the phone that has some type of severe issue. And obviously, if you don't have it, Maybe you can't put yourself in another person's shoes, but when you're asking questions and you're listening and you can hear how this really impacts their life, you definitely need to put yourself in their shoes and think to yourself, if this was happening to me, if I was going through this situation, you know, how would it make me feel? And then when you can put yourself in that person's shoes and be empathetic, and kind of see it through their eyes, it'll make you much more effective in building rapport with them. Because remember, what we're trying to do is get them to trust us and like us. And you should be trustworthy and likable. But irregardless, your goal is for that person to connect with you. So, you know, if you're an empathetic consultant, and you communicate and you act on the understanding 
of your prospect's needs, then you will be very successful in getting the outcomes that you're looking for. Uh, open communication is really important. There's studies that have found that you know, communication is a key factor in improving your prospect outcome. When you really understand your prospect's communication preferences, their state of mind, it's going to help you build rapport. You know, inform your prospect of your treatments that will benefit them. You know, give them the benefits they are seeking. That's uh, really very important that they're really looking for outcomes and being able to communicate what the solution is going to be and what the outcome is that they can expect and those benefits is very, very important to them. And you know, another thing is whether you're sitting in front of somebody or you're on the phone with them, you wanna encourage them to share their feelings with you. That's really important. Get them to open up, you know, let them speak to you, be a great listener. We'll talk about that in a few moments, but you know, try to make them as comfortable as possible to share with you. The more they share with you and the more you understand their predicament or what they're going through, the easier it will be for you to actually empathize, relate, and know how to respond and know how to really build that relationship with them. Um, you know, being a prospect can be a little bit scary depending on what they're speaking to you about. Again, we're talking about either on the phone or in person. Um, so being a prospect can be scary and you want to help ease their mind. Take your time to get to know the person. Don't think to yourself, wow, I have to get out of this consultation as soon as possible, or I have to get off the phone as soon as possible. Listen, if a phone conversation takes an extra five minutes to get somebody to show up for a consultation or during a consultation when you're sitting in front of somebody, you spend an extra 10 minutes with them because you really got to them to open up and they're speaking and they're letting their feelings out and they're, you know, maybe sometimes even getting emotional about it. You want to be an advocate of that. You know, you really want this to be personal. Um, you really want them to feel that you understand them, that the communication is open let them also know that they have, there's other people that they're in the exact same place that they are and that you have dealt with those people. You know, you can, you can use the feel, felt, found principle. I, I understand how you feel. I had other patients or prospective patients who felt the same way, but what they found was once getting started on our treatment programs, they got great benefits and we were able to help them overcome their obstacles. So really, really important. Listening. Listening is such a, a, an essential skill to have and be great at. You have to be an active listener. It's definitely a holistic healthcare tool. You know, listening, it's a non-intrusive way of getting a prospect to share their thoughts and their feelings. So, you know, practicing active listening, there's, there's certain steps. And let me just really define the difference between listening and hearing. Hearing somebody and listening to somebody is two completely different uh, monsters. So you might hear somebody speaking, but you're not really listening to what they're saying. I think that happens in relationships a lot. But when you really listen to someone, it means you're interested. It means you're actively participating in the conversation. 
and that you're going to be able to have responses or you're going to be able to repeat some of their concerns uh, back to them, which shows them that you're being a great active listener. So when somebody's speaking to you, whether it be on the phone, whether it be in person, you have to listen, take notes, write it down, ask them to expand on what they're telling you. You can always say, tell me more about that. If you find that they've really you know, told you something that we would consider to be a hot button, you know, just say, hey, Mr. Prospect, you know, I, I understand. That. I want to learn a little bit more about that. Tell me a little bit more about, you know, how you feel about that or how that's affecting you. Uh, it's a very effective communication skill. And once again, the whole point of what we're trying to do is to build an amazing relationship and build great rapport. So really the three steps of being a great active listener is number one, listen to what the prospect's saying. You know, don't worry about your next appointment. You know, don't worry about the phone ringing. Don't worry about who you have to call back later. Don't think about your next consultation. You have to completely live in the moment with your prospect and all your attention needs to be focused on them. So listen, like I said, taking notes is great. Uh, I, I am a huge advocate of taking notes because I am also a huge advocate of a recap with the person. So when the, when your prospect is speaking to you, you know, repeat what you heard to the prospect. If something was unclear or they hit a hot button, you know, so somebody says this particular condition is, you know, really affecting my relationship. So what I hear you saying, you know, Mr. Prospect is, is that, you know, this overcoming this challenge is really important to you because right now you feel like this is having a huge effect on your relationship. And obviously you want your relationship um, to, to be better. Uh, so always be, you know, ready to regurgitate back or repeat back what they said. Cause again, it shows active listening. And, you know, check with your prospect, you know, to be sure that your reflection is correct. Maybe you misunderstand something. You know, if you don't understand exactly how something's affecting them or exactly what they mean, you know, I've speak to somebody, sometimes people on the phone, I'm not super clear on what they're trying to tell me or say, you know, uh, I, I need more clarification. It's okay to ask them to reiterate what they were saying or just say it again just so you letting them know I just really want to get a clear picture um, because I'm trying to help you you know the goal of active listening is to reflect the feeling or intent behind your prospects words your your job is to listen to understand not to respond when when you practice active listening you know, it's a great way to build rapport. You know, another thing that I would definitely recommend that I have found very successful with all the practices I work with is that after you have a conversation with somebody, when you're going through that rapport building stage, you're asking them questions about their family and their relationships and, and their conditions and why they're there, how it affects them, where they're from, whatever questions you're asking, it's, it is great to write it down and then before you move further and try to explain your programs or your treatments, 
recap with them. And so what I would do is, you know, let's say I have Mr. Smith came in and, you know, Mr. Smith is looking for a weight loss program. And that weight loss program, he wants to lose 50 pounds. Right now, it's really affecting his relationship with his wife. You know, he feels sluggish. He feels that people are looking at him. His self-confidence is down. But if he were to change that, um, it would have a major impact in his life. So the way that I would approach that with him is before getting into a presentation about the program, I would say, Mr. Smith, you know, before I go any further, I just want to make sure that I understood everything you told me and then I'm not missing anything. So I just want to recap real fast. You're 54 years old. You're an attorney. Uh, you live close by to the practice. Um, you've recently put on 30 or 40 pounds. You really want to take the weight off because it is affecting your relationship with your wife. It is affecting your confidence. Uh, it is holding you back. You feel very self-conscious about it. And this is something that's really important for you to remedy now, hence why we're sitting in front of each other. Mr. Prospect or Mr. Smith, before I go any further, is there any additional information you'd like to add or let me know before I get into telling you about our programs and showing you how easy it is to get started? And that shows great active listening. So um, definitely good tools to recap. And I definitely suggest that, you know, you, you start to really take notes, whether you're on the phone, you know, trying to schedule a prospect to come in for a consultation or whether you're somebody who actually does the consultations and has people sitting in front of you. It's a very, very powerful sales tool, uh, more importantly, and directly related to this conversation. It's a great tool for um, building rapport. Um, Mirroring, you know, there's different personality types on the phone. You have people, some people are just more cerebral, they're more thinkers. Some people are more, you know, outgoing and willing to, you know, really uh, express, um, you know, what's going on with no problem. Um, you know, some people are very shy and they don't speak very much. Uh, others are fact today. They need, they need all the facts. So they're really trying to, you know, the, the logic behind thereby, it's not even emotional to some of these people is I need to ask every single question under the sun to, you know, try to understand and, and, um, but regardless of the personality type or who you're speaking to, you know, mirroring their demeanor, whether it be on the phone or in person and their disposition, you know, their rhythm, that's going to quickly establish rapport. So let's say you have somebody speaking to you loudly, you might want to speak a little louder. And that kind of creates a synchronized bond between you and your prospect. If the person is speaking in a very low voice and their movements are very measured, and that's if they're sitting in front of you or on the phone, you know, leading them to a better place by using what we call mirroring, you know, you become more attuned to your prospect, especially during difficult conversations. So, you know, if they're sitting straight up at attention, you sit up straight up at attention. Um, if they're talking loud on the phone, maybe you want to talk a little bit louder on the phone because they like that loud tone of voice. If they're kind of uh, monotone and 
not speaking, you know, so loudly. It, it, I'm not saying to be monotone, but I'm saying just kind of tone it down a little bit. You don't want to be speaking too loud to somebody who speaks soft. It might intimidate them or what have you. And look, these are all just, you know, tried, true, and tested ways of really building great rapport you know, with your prospect. And it's the same thing with your patients, you know, when you're dealing with your patients, whether it's just having casual conversations with them, or you're going to introduce new treatment programs to them, new, new, uh, new, um, choices as far as, you know, things that you're offering, you know, programs, uh, Make sure that the same thing, you continue to always build rapport with them. You want people to always feel like you're approachable, that they like you, and that they can speak to you about anything. They want to know that you're an empathetic person. You know, and I think finally, as far as building rapport, you know, just keeping your word. It's, it's a very effective way of building rapport with your prospect. If you tell them you're going to do something, you know, do it. If you promise them something during the consultation, you know, a weigh-in, um, a blood test or what have you, um, even if they're just showing signs of I want to get started, make sure that you go through and do all the things that you said that you were going to do. I know that for myself, you know, recently I've been purchasing new software for different parts to help run my business. And I, you know, I talk to these sales guys and they're telling me all the bells and whistles I'm going to get. And then the next day when it's time for implementation, you know, some of those bells and whistles are like, oh, I didn't say that or I did. And then nothing is worse to kill rapport than not being true to your word. So make sure that you know what you're promising. Um, make sure that you are. Uh, really committed to doing the things you said you were going to do. If a consultation in person has several different aspects to it uh, or several different phases to it, make sure that if you told that prospect, you're going to take them through those different phases to get to the point where you can make recommendations, make sure everything you promised them that you you, you really have to come through on. Um, you need to validate. You need to kind of walk the, you know, walk the talk. So don't overpromise people and then underdeliver. I think it's one of the worst things you could do when you're trying to build rapport, build relationships in general. You need to always underpromise and overdeliver. But more than anything, when you keep your word with somebody, and whether it be in life in general or with prospects or patients, not only does it build rapport, but it builds trust. And think about who you like to have relationships with. Think about your life and you know what's important to you when it comes to you know when you're building rapport with people or when you are trying to establish a relationship. I think one important thing for all of us, you know, is to build trust. So, you know, just want to recap about building rapport. Really important. If you're great at rapport building, you're going to be really, really great at almost everything, especially if you're in sales. Um, once again, you're trying to get people to like you, trust you. Number one, you're always maintaining eye contact. Or if you're on the phone, just 
getting off to a great start and building that instant relationship. Number two, showing empathy. Number three, open communication. Number four, making it personal, like they're the only person in that room, and they are, and you're paying complete attention to them. You know, being a great active listener, number five, really listening to what they're saying, taking notes, uh, mirroring them, you know, their, their, their gestures or their voice inflection, the way they sit, their posture, all very, very important things. And then finally, being honest, being trustworthy, being true to yourself, being true to them, you know, under promising, over delivering, keeping your word, building rapport building trust. I hope this was helpful. Definitely. I'd love for you to share this with other colleagues or anyone, you know, this is not, even though we are specifically focused on, you know, the medical business, the private pay medical practice. Um, this is general things in life that can help anybody who's in any type of position when it comes to building relationships. You know, again, if you're, need training or need extra help with your staff or yourself, you can always reach out to me, Rich Force, a medical marketing solution. You know, we are full service practice management company um, from website building, consulting, marketing, and our Vortex Concierge call center. Uh, we do private practice training. You can call us anytime or contact us anytime. We'd be really excited. Hope you share this. Hope you enjoy this and get at it. Make it happen. And I guarantee you that if you take these steps and really listen and let it sink in and maybe listen to the podcast a couple times, you're going to be super successful building great relationships. People trust you. They might not buy that day, but they're definitely going to buy from you at some point. Thank you so much and have a great day.